Hello and welcome to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. A show about empowering and motivating you to broaden your mind. Now, here is your host, Sonia Luray. Good afternoon, Whispers, and welcome back to another fabulous episode of Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host. Sonia LaRay, lifestyle relationship counselor, fashion psychologist, educator, and motivational speaker. Oh my goodness, whispers. It is so good to be in our safe zone in the Whisperers Lounge. You know what, before I get into this discussion, first and foremost, I really want to give a special shout out to a close friend as well as a business associate. Uh, that just had surgery yesterday, and it's April the Loveologist. We're hoping that she has a quick and speedy recovery. You know, we send our love to her and our support constantly. And Whispers, this is the thing. This is why community is so important and why I tell you all to please come and get social with me because I want to get to know you. I want to support you in this way so we can build It's so great to have you all and always to bring forth awesome discussions in our safe zone in the Whisperers Lounge. Whisperers, don't forget that you can call in and ask your questions at 516-595-8091. Again, that's 516-595-8091. And you know, Blog Talk Radio always has our back. They placed in each and every one of our episodes a chat box that is live so you can drop your comments, your questions. If you want me to elaborate or repeat something, you know your girl loves to monitor a great chat box. And then on top of it, I'm excited. We have a group in our private Zoom room. They're called the Flamingo Book Club out of Florida. And, yes, we've had these ladies on before, actually in our season two. So it is so good to see them. We didn't think they were going to make it. They were really having some major technical issues and all. And we're just glad to see them and glad to hear that everyone is safe. And I'm happy to say that. You know, they always look so good. They come in with their pick, and it's just fest. So wait, did you get the cocktail or the mocktail of this episode? Okay, Whispers, you see, we are on like full throttle, and that, whoo, the Ocean Spray Cranberry Drink Combinations really set this drink apart. It is so good, and we're so excited to really bring this forward and to have it with you all. So trust me, you want to really subscribe to the Whisperers Exchange. There's a live link in the description box. Click on it and make sure that you are subscribed because there's some great information. And we were like, everybody was chatting about last week's uh, whispers um, exchange and the tidbit that was in it. I know it was rather shocking because I surely was shocked too, but it was that good. So make sure you subscribe and look, share it with others, have them join the community as well. Don't forget you can call in at 516 
595-8091. All right, whisperers, take a sip of your cocktails or your mocktails. Are you ready to get into today's show? Change is needed for happiness. Ooh, you know this is going to be good. You know we are going to really be pulling back some serious layers in this discussion And because we start every discussion with a clear meaning or definition, we're going to lean into this definition. And the definition for change is this. Make someone or something different, alter or modify. Let me say it again. Standing in the meaning of change. It means to make someone or something different, to alter or modify. You know, whispers, being innately happy isn't something that you can accomplish overnight. So don't think this is going to be something and our journey into our walk into happiness is going to happen overnight. I've been saying this each and every discussion that we have. So this way I'm layering it so it gets to really resonate with you. Because sometimes we have to hear things and it has to be repetitive so we can actually accept it and start to move and pivot with it. And which you know, we really discussed in our last two episodes that it requires true action on our part. So that means we're going to get our little workout a little bit. We're going to tap into different essence that we weren't tapping into before. See, it's starting to get really clear. Our our direction and our pathway is becoming clearer and clearer. Our GPS is really set up now that we are on that right trajectory and on the pathway to that happiness. See, in the last four episodes, we have been touching on the things we need to do for us to move into living happier lives. Now, notice the words. And I tell you all all the time to notice the words that I use because remember I told you it's all about action. And that's what we're going to be doing is taking action into this discussion. So we're going to keep on and the one thing we are now faced with is the changing part. You know, we're going to really just kind of get our dressing room set up So we can really start to make the changes that are necessary. So I think maybe that analogy of a dressing room will help us to even kind of glide into this discussion a little easier. Because, you know, if we're going to purchase clothing or we're trying on certain aspects, maybe you're a shoe lover, and I know I love shoes. I tell you guys, that's my weakness that I go in and I'm sitting there and I'm trying all my different shoes on. So it's the same thing that we're going to be doing with change. So we can pivot and change so we can move into our happiness. See, scientific research shows that being happy has concrete health and life benefit. Concrete health and life benefit. I know when we become more conscious of ourselves and seeing how we choose to place things in our lives, in our minds, as well as in our hearts, 
have like a profound impact. So let me say that again. When we choose to place things in our lives, in our minds, and in our hearts, it has a profound impact upon us. And, you know, I tell you all all the time that I'm a firm believer that I can bend, reshape, and influence my mind to be happier and seeing things in a more positive manner, which leads me to live and start living a happier lifestyle. So, which in turn, you know, I'm leaning all the way into my profession as a lifestyle counselor. As a therapist, I really believe and tap deep into this essence. Because a lot of times we as people, we don't really understand that and we get that surface part of it. But this is more than just mere surface. So I know that we can start to bend and shape. So I want to give you a little analogy of something so you understand how we have to be able to bend, shape, and form certain things. So I don't know how many of you all have ever gone and have done pottery. Or maybe you've seen uh, smelters. You've gone and you've watched them melt down jewelry or seen them how they blow glass and they heat it up to certain temperature so it starts to be able to be flexible and pull and they get to shape it and they use it in a certain way with different tools to start to shape things out. It's the same thing in our mind, like we're doing the same smelting process and the same shaping that we're going to do to bring us into this happier living. And so I want you to kind of keep that kind of visualization there for yourself. Because, see, it requires of us to start to purify certain aspects for us to change it. It requires that we start to really start to mold and shape our minds in a certain way. So now we're in, our, in there with the potters and we're the, with our clay, which is that mind that we're going to start to form and reshape and to help us to pivot and grasp the changes that we need. Now, This doesn't mean that I don't have stressors in my life, and it doesn't mean that you're not going to have stressors in your life. It just means that I give myself permission to view those stressors in a different light and way. See, I give myself permission. And see, a lot of times we don't do that. And so it's hard for us to make those changes. It's hard for us to really kind of start to reshape and to mold our minds and our our perspective differently when we can't really shift in that aspect. So let us use the example of when, when you went to a market and you have several bags and they are all like rather heavy. Let me give you an example of this, okay? You can have like a great little cart. Like sometimes you see people, and I know for myself, I have this cool cart that it looks almost like a wagon, but it's not, you know, like you could even take it to the beach because it has the big wheels on it. So it's a great cart. And so let's say I go to the market and I get 
a lot of stuff, but all the bags are like heavy. And I get them to the house and everything. And instead of me trying to put all these bags up on my arm that are very heavy, I can now distribute them in this little cart and balance out the weight to make it easier for myself to bring them into the house. Which one is more effective, me trying to lug the bags back, maybe having to go back and forth maybe two or three times or trying to put them all? Have you ever noticed somebody who always tries to get all the bags (laughs) at one time and then they're like running into the house, like almost collapsing? You know, what would be easier? It would be easier to have that cart. It would be easier and effective and it would be less stressful on our bodies. So it's the one with all the ability of us being able to distribute weight. It's the ability of us being able to be flexible and to think outside of that box that allows us to make the changes. See, I gave you that illustration that may have sounded like, well, where is she going with this? It's, it's this. It's, I'm going exactly where we need to be going, which is that we have to be willing to change the way that we do things. We have to be willing to open up and be flexible to be able to really kind of grasp and lean into the aspects that we need. We have to be willing to give ourselves other ways of doing things so we don't get overwhelmed. And that's a lot of things that happen. And a lot of times that's what happens to us. We become overwhelmed because we have all these elements at one time that we've never looked at and we've never given ourselves a different way or a different avenue to change. And, you know, whisperers, we all get sidetracked by daily problems and goals like putting food on our table, keeping our families safe, trying to make sure that we're safe, trying to stay healthy, trying to stay fit you know, all the different aspects in our life. And then it all takes a toll on our happiness as well. But true happiness is born out of a daily effort. And there are certain lifestyle changes that we need to make in order to get started down the right pathway. See, It requires of us taking a look at how we're doing things. Are we trying to carry every bag and every burden upon ourselves without even looking or asking for help? Or maybe shifting the way that we're looking at things and taking on things. It means that we have to be willing to remove some of the things that keep us tied to poor habits, (laughs) and in that downward spiral away from happiness. You know, sometimes I say things when I'm speaking to you all, and they're in the chat box, and they're putting comments in the chat box. And um, I love the one that said that, you know, change always requires effort. And sometimes the effort is so strenuous, you just don't realize that you need someone to help you to pick it up some. And that's true. 
Because, see, a lot of times we're not used to asking for help. We're not used to putting certain elements into our lives that will change the way that we're looking at things or how we're moving towards that goal. So what are the needed changes that we must be willing to make or examine? Well, you know what? I think we'll get a word from the sponsor, and then we're going to get into a lot of this discussion. And I thought I'd do a word from the sponsor early because I really want to lean into this conversation, and I want to do some of our heavier lifting together today. You know, that's okay. We're just going to go with it because apparently uh, we're not going to be able to get a word from the sponsor today. It's not coming up, so we just apologize. And, you know, we thank La Paz for always being there and being one of our sponsors and always having us here on air and to be supportive with us. So before we did that, you know, I was saying that we're going to lean into some of that heavy lifting here and what we need to do to change things that will help us to move into living happier lives. So you may need to pin mark the episode here, and don't forget to have your proverbial keychains with you as well, because, you know, I always tell you that we get our master keys that open the corridors to our heart and actually to our minds, which allow us to roam freely and also to allow us to close out what we don't need and what can actually be, you know, kind of keeping us from moving into a positive way. So our first master key we're going to get into is this. We're going to stop procrastinating and focus on the present. So sometimes that is a big thing. And remember we had an episode that we talked about procrastination. So if you missed that episode, I need you to go back and listen to it because there's master keys in there that I tell you that you have to bring forward with you because those are the master keys that open up the little chambers and those little corridors that are the secret places of your heart and your mind. And see, planning and preparation are important if you want to reach your goals. But if you find yourself spending too much time thinking about what you want to do instead of actually making moves and getting things done, then it's time to make some changes. It's time. It means that it requires that you look at things from a different area in a different way. So if you notice that you're spending a lot of time and wasting a lot of time on social media, what can you do to start to taper that? that you can be more effective in your day-to-day life, that you're having more of a quality and more of quality time into the things that you really want to invest in. Maybe you're trying to get better with your workout routine or maybe on your healthy eating plan, but because you're so preoccupied with other elements, it's not allowing you to do that. So are you sitting and procrastinating and really putting together a real schedule that is workable? Remember, we did realistic goals, achieving and setting realistic goals, and what that requires of us. So it's the same thing even when we're moving in this area of our lives. 
when we're talking about change is needed for happiness, it requires of us to really sit down and plan. And sometimes people who don't plan, you see, they're always flying by the seat of their pants. And it's not a good thing. It's never really thought out. It's not really clear. It doesn't have all the elements that it's supposed to have. And so in turn, we have different little issues and hiccups. And whisperers, have you ever noticed when you put things off, they seem to mount up and then the anxiety levels start to become more and more? And see, that's what we want to avoid. I have to tell you, I'm not one who procrastinates about too much of anything at all. But one thing I like to put off is answering my emails. (laughs) I know you guys are like, what? I'm like, yes, I really do. And needless to say, it just gets out of control. Lord, does it ever. And I become like inundated with emails. And needless to say, for me, I really had to get control of that. And I had to sit and ask myself some deeper questions of why don't you like to answer your emails? What is it that is preventing you from really showing up and doing this? You can't put it off because there's elements and different things that need to be taken care of inside of your email system. And so when I started to do that, I really put myself on a schedule and the time that I spend on answering emails and going through them. And I honestly can say that I'm not as backed up as I used to be, and I'm very conscious of it. And I don't have always to go shift off and hand off things to my assistant because he has his own emails. He has things he has to do to keep this agency running and keep things going that I can't just keep shoving off everything that I don't want to do because That is not what we're supposed to do. So I needed to fix, focus, and change my mindset. And I did it. And it took time. And see, remember we had that discussion on self-compassion. I did not browbeat myself. I did not speak negatively into myself. I didn't say, look at what you did. Look, you're always causing a mess. Look how your emails look. I didn't do any of that. I sat down and I really talked to Sonia deeply and got myself together so I can tap into the real essence of why I was trying to avoid or why I felt like, oh, here we go. And I did it. And so it requires the same effort on your part, and it requires that we put things into place. doesn't mean that you're always going to have a system for every little thing because that's not life. And I tell you, life is a bunch of ebbs and flows, and there's different areas that come into our lives. But us procrastinating and putting it off and not doing it is what causes the stress, what inevitably starts to build up and really start to cause that angst in us. And that's not where we're going. See, remember, we did the growth mindset. We did the necessary work 
on that end to get our minds to be in that growth, in that space, and to continue on in that trajectory and in that growth pattern. And this is another element of it. So let me give you your second master key. Overthinking. You know, an overthinking mind tends to focus on the negative. An overthinking mind tends to sabotage happy thoughts and keeping your mind in a constant state of negativity. Remember, last season, we really tapped into this discussion. And when your happiness wanes, it affects your mental health and your productivity. So when your happiness wanes, it starts to fade and it starts to go, it has a major impact. And see, that's that mark that we're trying to buff out now. And this can affect your decisions, your problem-solving capabilities, and how you relate to others in your work life, your life, and your relationships. Overthinking can stifle your creativity even. And when you focus on everything negative that has happened to you, (laughs) you by far can miss opportunities that might be staring you in the face, maybe ready to blossom and take shape for you, Or maybe someone was going to offer to you. So getting this aspect under control is necessary. And in that episode, we had the master keys over there to really lean all the way into overthinking and what it does and how it really weighs upon us. And if you notice that even in the first master key, It spoke on stop procrastinating. And now overthinking is another spot and a place that we're going to pivot from. And how we have to be willing to give ourselves the opportunity to move forward in our lives. I'm being told that we have a caller on the line. Okay. Thank you for calling Whispers in a Bottle. What is your question? So I guess they're not there. We're just having like, I guess maybe some technical difficulties or some issues in here. So I'm just going to say that if you're calling in, please feel free to call back in. Um, Don't forget that you can call in at... um, 516-595-8091. So we appreciate you trying to call in. We could hear like a little bit of sound, but we couldn't get you to connect. So just to let you know. And so when we left off, before we went to that call, we were speaking about, you know, overthinking and really how important it is for us not to do that. You see, and every time we come into the studio, we have certain things that go on. 
And even as far as it goes, being willing to change and how I have to pivot and change and flow in the aspects of what I'm doing right here in our safe zone, it's a powerful dynamic in itself every time I come in. And it doesn't rob me of my joy when certain aspects don't work or we can't connect correctly, but as long as you can hear me and I can bring forth my message to you and connect in that way, it's still powerful. But see, I'm willing to be that malleable and that changing and folding and always flowing with everything that I'm doing. And see, sometimes these things that happen, I I couldn't plan it if I wanted to. Literally, it allows me to show you how we can flow in this space and in this place of where we're trying to be and how we want to be and how we want to show up. And Whisper is sometimes the best lessons that we can have and the best lessons we can take sometimes are the live ones that you get. I'm on all kinds of social audio and different platforms and television and radio things all during the week, all the time. And there's a lot of glitches that happen. I'm on a on an app called Clubhouse, and I've invited you all to come over there with me. There's many a times that literally we can be in the middle of a discussion, everybody's talking, and all of a sudden Sonia's just gone because the app has totally kicked me off the stage. I'm nowhere to be found. But they're talking. I come back, and they're like, so what do you think? And I'm like, I don't know. I didn't hear a thing. Because I wasn't even there But see, I was willing to change I wasn't willing to panic I wasn't willing to overthink the process I just stayed in the place and space Of that freedom to be creative and allow things And then allow things to kind of trickle off my back too And that's what we want to do That's how we get to be happy You know, I used to have like I tell you guys, the biggest change I've had to make in my life is not having my mom in my life. And one of the things I thought like was, um, you know, it's a place that there is a void. And there's a space there that's a void. But one thing I always feel like when I'm in that space or I have that position inside of me like that, I always think and I think about her words that she says to me, you know, you want to be like a duck. You want the water to roll off of your back. You don't want it to start to seep in and weigh you down that you drown. You see, and that's what we have to be willing to do sometimes. We have to make sure that our plumage is full enough and that we have the right oils and everything on our, on our feathers so that it doesn't seep in and we start to drown. And that's why this discussion is so important. And every discussion that we build out from here is so important. And all the ones that I have off of this radio is so important. Because it's leading and taking us in different directions that we need to be and how we need to grow as people. So what's our third master key? Overindulging. See, Whispers a lot of times when get hard. It may be tempting to overeat or overdrink because it's like 
It's a way to just numb the pain. And I need you to listen carefully, whisperers. And I want you to really listen to this. Doing this over, I guess, exaggerates some of your feelings, your emotions, even your thoughts. And sometimes when you think that you're indulging or you're, you're binging on this, you don't realize how much more you're magnifying the problem. And it can also make you feel more depressed and can be the very reason why you are lacking happiness or it's being stolen from you. So I want to lean in just a little bit here because I got a letter and it's all a part of this discussion and everything. And the person said that they were so under stress and everything just feels like it's pressure. They'd resorted to drinking and they felt like it was just the element that they needed to release all of the pain and the stress and the heaviness that was upon them. But as soon as they were sober, it was just even worse. They had a fleeting moment. Because, see, what they don't realize is that they're not addressing the problem. They're not addressing what is happening. They're running. And sometimes we've got to be willing to take our shoes off. Whispers, you don't understand how important that is. If you are running from everything, your fear is controlling you. Your fear is the element that is moving everything in you and not allowing you to even remotely soar to come up or have those beautiful plumage that the water doesn't seep in and start to drown you. Everything is heavy and you start to take on this 50-pound weight and then you got another 50-pound weight on top of that and any kind of realistic view starts to become marred. And that's why we have to be careful not to overindulge, not to overdo things and get involved in different aspects, be it uh, substances or eating or, or whatever, even getting caught up in, in different kind of flings and situations that al- almost destroy your whole life and your family and everything else, gambling, whatever. Whatever it is, get control of it that it doesn't get control of you and it doesn't lead you as its prisoner and its slave and it keeps you chained down. And then you're wondering why I can't be happy. Why am I not living a better lifestyle or why can't things be different for me? Because we have to do different. We have to show up different. Try and do all the elements and aspects that we want in place. And I tell you guys, I don't like that word try because I feel like it gives me a a real little like sliver to be like, okay, well, at least I tried, you know. I like the word do. Because I do affirmations, 
I speak in the I am, I speak in the I will, I will, I will overcome it. I will not allow this to control me. I am in control. And even how I speak to myself when I am overwhelmed with the thought of my mom not being here, I am my mother's child and I am a voice that she had resonated into and she delivered things to me that I have to live up to. And it's the same. How do you speak to yourself? Are you harnessing the power of self-talk? Or are you pretending you have the power of self-talk? See, I told you, all of the aspects of our conversations, they make that circle. They connect the dots. They make a picture that is broad, So you can go back and you can pick up and retrieve. Because sometimes that's what we have to do. We got to go back to come forward. We got to step up. We got to cross over. We got to crawl under so we can make it to our goal. Don't forget that. Our fourth master key is this. Work out what it is that you need to be happy. Let me say it again. Work out what it is that you need to be happy. Whispers, your happiness is not always about everyone and everything else. Your happiness is not about the vision that they or anyone else has for you. Your happiness is not about everyone, everything, and every T, Q, R, S, and whatever. It's about you. Sometimes we are so chasing everyone else's dreams or trying to achieve happiness through a paint-by-number system that isn't ours that we have a facade that it's pretend. And then when you look in the mirror, you got, have you guys ever seen a commercial and it's about like the lady, she has depression, but she's walking around, she's got the happy face on the stick and everybody thinks she's okay because she puts up the little happy face, but inside she's really not. Well, it's the same thing. When we're not living and doing the aspects in our life that make us happy, Even if it comes to certain aspects, like maybe you're in a a job that is really just sucking the life out of you, or maybe you're in a relationship that's sucking the life out of you, you got to really start to think and pivot certain things, or you got to start to work on the elements or the elephant that's in the middle of the room. That is the only way that things can pivot and change and that we can have that happiness. You know, there's a lot of times that people think, like, um, I have to get this laid out and I have to do this and everything has to be just so. No, everything does not have to be just so. But everything has to be according to what is starting to really feed and nurture you. What is starting to feed and nurture your soul? What makes you happy? What brings joy into your space? 
Is it that you just love just being in nature or the elements of being around loved ones or seeing friends on Zoom or talking to people on a phone or just being with yourself, writing in your journal and just challenging your mind to new aspects and new things? What is it? But you have to be willing to work out what it is that you need to be happy. All of our discussions seem to roll back around to Y-O-U. <laughs> because it's all about the things that we have to do. And yes, it's all about the things that we align ourselves with, the people that we're with. I always tell you, our, is your network really vibrating at the right decimal that is feeding and nurturing your particular soul. See, we can't always be the one that's vibrating so high and there's nobody up there because guess what? We start to burn out. We start to fizzle. The light starts to get dim. Because see, it still needs a power source. And no, solar systems do not refuel you. Sorry. Doesn't work like that. Does require that we start to look and start to tap into deeper elements. And it requires that we work out what is it that we need to be happy. What is it? Are you really willing to ask yourself the deeper penetrating questions? Are you willing to sit and listen to the inner voice that is telling you and trying to direct and move you? Or are you running? Or are you avoiding? See, this is a conversation that is so heavy and bigger than what many of you all have thought. And even in the, the Zoom room, the ladies are like, wow, this is powerful. I love the comment here that, you know, sometimes I think I have to start to pivot my mind so I can show up bigger and better for myself. Yes. Sometimes that's what's required for us. We have to be willing to get out of our way. See, whispers, I want us to do like a little exercise. I want you to write down the top three things that you need to be happy and add several key points that will make each one of your goals happen. But I don't want you to be vague about it. I want you to be very detailed about what it is that you would want and what it would take and what is necessary for you to achieve this. So I want you to write down the three, your top three things that you need to be happy and several of the key components that will make each one of those goals happen. And they cannot be vague. They cannot be superficial. And once you start to, you know, dissect things and start to really put things into order in this manner, 
you may often find that you seemingly have minor problems like getting enough sleep. You might notice that you need more sleep so you can have a better thought process. You may even realize that you are not hydrated enough so the brain can function at its proper capabilities and capacity. Because as I tell you all, your brain does not store water. And when you have stress and you're overthinking and you have a lot of anxiety, it takes a lot on your brain, and that's why you have mental fatigue. So it's required that you hydrate properly. And now with this being stated, Whispers, Tuesday on uh, the Roundtable of Intention, we had like a very powerful discussion on overcoming self-doubt. And in that discussion, I brought out that so many times we allow other people's opinions to imprint upon us that it starts to cloud our vision. So how can we be clear on what we want when we've got everything else that is pouring in? And I gave the example of someone that has uh, cataracts, that they don't see the true essence of things and the brilliance of things. They don't even see the brilliance and the color and everything else. And then when they have that cataract surgery and they remove that, you know, cataract from the eye and from over that lens and they put the new lens in, they see all the colors and the brilliance of everything. And it no longer is blocking their vision. So we don't want to get tapped or shifting our eye that we get adjusted to this fog or this blurred look. We want to have a clarity. We want that sharpness, that crispness. The colors are bright. So it requires of us to really make changes so we can tap into living happier lives. And when we're making those changes, we have to be willing to give up certain habits, even those that we could be born with or born out of necessity, because many of them are keeping us stagnant. Many of them are prohibiting us from really growing and being nurtured and receiving the health that we're supposed to have. And every bad habit we should be replacing with good habits. And one that is realistic, one that is that we can really obtain one that is going to be able to fill us with joy. So as we go along implementing all of the master keys throughout all of our discussions and this discussion, we also need to remember to enjoy the little moments. Oh, the micro wins. Here we go, guys. It always comes back, doesn't it? I tell you. I seem to always keep bringing you back to those micro wins because 
if we don't start to notice the micro wins, we really don't have the appreciation and the gratitude for the things that are necessary. We don't have the appreciation and the gratitude for the changes that are necessary. And it doesn't allow us to move into the trajectory, the line, the place, the space we want to be in for our happiness. See, it makes us realize how we are accomplishing things and not just looking for the milestones. I think as people, we have to start being more present in our lives. We have to start being active and taking the necessary actions to move us into better positions. We have to be cognizant when it comes to our choices. And we have to realize that if we don't make the necessary changes in our lives, it will eventually build up and deplete us. That's it. See, change can be challenging, but if we take these changes in small pieces, we can achieve everything. We, can, we are in, able to just put ourselves and move ourselves forward in such beautiful ways. And I love the quote that Oprah Winfrey uh, says, that it says, the, the greatest discovery of all time is that a person can change his future by merely changing his attitude. How we look at things, how we feel about things, the different way that we are about certain aspects. The greatest discovery of all time is that a person can change his future by merely changing his attitude. This quote rang so many bells within our discussion whisperers that I knew I wanted to share it with you all because everything comes down to our attitude. Everything comes to our mindset and how it impacts and imprints upon us. And if we have a negative, bad attitude, we normally have negative mindset and we normally have a bad outcome and a bad experience with everything. See, in next week's discussion, we are going to peel back the curtain even a little bit more in regards to our attitude and the perspective. Ooh, going to get a little perspective next week. So, you know... I always tell you that I love coming in here and birthing such beautiful discussions and beautiful conversations with you all that we get to build upon the things that will help us to elevate our lifestyles, elevate our mindset, shift our mindsets. And if you're not subscribed to our e-journal, Shifting Mindsets, make sure that you subscribe to it. Um, if you don't have, if there's not a link in the description box in this episode, um, go to the Instagram page and just put in DM shifting and we'll make sure that you get a link that you can actually be, uh, be able to subscribe to shifting mindsets because there's a lot of things in there that help us to pivot and change our mindset and build upon the conversations that we have right here in the whisperers lounge as well. 
So it's always so wonderful to be in here and to connect with you. I appreciate the uh, the Flamingo Book Club being with us today, and I do apologize for some of our, um, you know, kind of setbacks with the radio, but it's okay. We still move forward, and we had a great discussion. You know, I always tell you all, I want you to come and get social with me, so please come over to Instagram. I'm at whispersinabottle underscore podcast. I'm on Facebook at whisper in a bottle. Notice there's no S there. It's just whisper in a bottle. And then, of course, on our Twitter page, it's capital W-H-I-S-P-E-R-S, capital B-O-T-T-L-E. Um, on Clubhouse, I'm there every other Tuesday. So this week coming, there's no room for the roundtable of intention. It's the following week, and we're there at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And also because we have a, a new private uh, Zoom group that we do, and literally we're doing we're airing inside of the private Zoom group on Mondays at one o'clock, and as well as airing on uh, the Wisdom app at one o'clock. You can look for uh, whispers in a bottle on Wisdom app as well, and we're having um, like a conversation from the episode of today, and we're actually going to be moving into session uh, 47, I believe, on Monday. So, you know, come and get social with me. Come and, you know, allow us to connect and to build our relationship and to just keep growing with each other. And, you know, it's always great to have you here and always to bring in another dynamic discussion. So, look, you are listening to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host, Sonia Larray, lifestyle relationship counselor, fashion psychologist, educator, and motivational speaker. I look forward to us getting together again next week at the same time at www.blogtalkradio.com slash whispers in a bottle at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure that you like, review, and share our episode. All right, everyone, have a great weekend.